Hello, and welcome to another episode of It Starts With You, the podcast with me, your host, Coach Ange. As always, thank you so much for taking some time to give this podcast a listen. And of course, for taking some time to invest in yourself and your future. One, I want to say happy November, happy belated Halloween. When I'm recording this, it is very early November and the episode will be out November 7th, 2023. This is episode six about how to become the CEO of your life and your business. But before we jump into all of that, I wanted to just bring up the fact that we are already in November and that what I have been working with myself and my clients is how to be intentional finishing out 2023 and what exactly that looks like for them and their life and or their business. And so what I've been letting everybody know or talking a little bit more about on my Instagram stories is how to soft launch 2024. I saw this idea on a video on TikTok and I feel really bad I did not save the video, but I will definitely not take credit for it. I saw a girl talking about this uh, maybe a week or two ago and she was saying how she likes to soft launch the new year by closing out the year, already doing what she's wanting to do come the new year, which I genuinely love because one, I no longer practice New Year's resolutions. I feel as though um, most people don't see success and I myself did not see success doing New Year's resolutions. It felt like there was way too much pressure and the idea of waiting to start something in January with already the, the new year and the buzz of um, the fresh start and all this other stuff. I feel as though I would fall off of whatever I was trying to do by February and then the cycle would repeat the next year and I'd put too much pressure on myself to try and make this big massive change in this very short amount of time and it just did never work for me and most of the people that I talked to it did not work for them either so I decided to stop doing that and instead become more intentional with myself at the end of the year as well as the beginning of the year and say what are my new year's intentions what am I wanting to get done and do versus I have to do this or else like very do or die. Like it was just too dramatic, too rigid, and it just was not the vibe. So I'm wanting to challenge you to soft launch 2024 and myself, I'm doing something that I want to call the hot, rich, successful girl winter challenge. I know it's kind of a mouthful, but you know how we talk about hot girl walks? Well, I want it to be more like hot, rich, successful girl winter, which is the last two months of the year. And I say winter because mind you, I'm in Texas, so it hasn't even really gotten cold until like now. And even that today, it is like 78 degrees. So um, it'll be winter here very soon, hopefully. But what I'm trying to say and do is make sure that I'm going into the end of the year and the new year very intentionally, making sure that I am already doing certain things, changing and shifting my lifestyle as well as my mindset, so that when I come into 2024, I already feel like I'm ahead. I already feel like I'm ready to take on the year versus trying to make so many decisions all at once, change so many things all at once, and it just doesn't feel sustainable. It's not feasible. It feels overwhelming. So to ease yourself and your mind and start making that change and transformation now is going to be my best advice going into the new year. And I know we still have two months, but it comes really quick. Thanksgiving's going to hit, then the, you know, Christmas time, and then it's the new year. And we're going to be in 2024 before we even know it. So that's what I want to suggest to you. I'd love for you to connect with me over on socials. Let me know if you're going to try this challenge of the soft launch 
2024, or like I said, the idea of like hot, rich, successful girl winter. Um, again, being intentional, I'll give you some examples for mine really quick. I'm going to do my absolute best to go into the new year, not drinking, eating less sugar, um, working out three to four times a week. Because if you listen to some of my previous podcasts, I believe I talked a little bit about how I injured my knee pretty bad back at the end of July, early August. And I'm just now getting back into the gym. Um, I do CrossFit and I just started working out again last week after being cleared from my physical therapist. And so wanting to get back into the gym very gradually, um, I used to go about three to four times a week. So that's going to be the intention going to the end of the year, get back into that like same regimen that come the new year, I could potentially up it to four to five times a week, but so that it doesn't feel dramatic. I'm doing three to four times now so that it doesn't feel too out of my comfort zone come the new year. Okay. If that makes sense. So that's just a couple examples. So again, for me, no drinking, less sugar and working out three to four times a week, whether that be CrossFit or at home or Pilates or something along those lines. So this all feels very doable, manageable, sustainable. And that's my last little bit of advice on this real quick is that when you are trying to make these changes or add new things into your life, make sure that they're only like a degree or two outside of your comfort zone. So that it doesn't feel so far out of reach that it feels too extreme because then that's when like the yo-yo, um, like whiplash type of idea comes in or like roller coaster. Um, the idea of like the yo-yo diet where it's like too restrictive, then you binge and then you just like fall off of the diet regimen. And then you like come back around and repeat the cycle. We're not doing that. I don't like that. Um, it's not good for you. It's not good for your mental health. It's not good for your body, all of the above. So make sure whatever you do decide to do is again, like a degree or two right outside of your comfort zone. So it feels a little uncomfortable, but not too much to where it's not doable and not sustainable. So anywho, if you have any questions, please let me know, um, or offer some feedback. Or again, if we connect over on socials, which across all social media, I'm at coach and at will which is C-O-A-C-H-A-N-G-A-T-W-E-L-L. And let me know. I'm most active on Instagram and like TikTok. So definitely let me know. Let's follow each other so we can connect. But I'd love to hear what you are going to challenge yourself to do for this like soft launch of 2024. So that was a perfect segue into, of course, what the topic for this podcast is, which is how to become the CEO of your life and your business. And of course, this is for anyone. Um, it would pertain really well to people who own a business or are aspiring business owners, but this is really for anyone. Because when I say becoming the CEO of your life, I mean, are you taking responsibility for your actions? Are you making sure to prioritize yourself, your mental health, your physical health? Are you paying attention and being intentional about who is in your space and who has access to your energy? That is what I mean by becoming the CEO of your life. And that all crosses over into the idea of you being a business owner as well. Everything is connected. So making sure that you're the CEO of your life, and especially if you're a business owner, it's all connected because you have to be in control of your day and you have to be in control of your life. And again, where you put your time and your energy and all those types of things. So that's what we're talking about today. So my best way to break this down is really think about your favorite business, right? your favorite organization or fashion brand or whatever the case, okay? The best way to put this when you want to become the CEO of your life is understanding that you can't do everything. 
which is against the contrary belief that you can do anything, you know, you're a woman, you can handle it. No, there's, it's just not feasible. You're going to burn yourself out and it's not going to be good for anybody. Okay. So one thing that I want you to think about is any CEO, how many people are on that executive team? How many people are under them helping manage other tasks that they can't possibly handle all by themselves? Okay. There's just no possible way that for a big, well-run machine that is a company, right? They can't be the CEO and the marketing team and HR and the CFO and customer service and everything else, right? There's just no feasible way. But clearly the CEO had a vision. They had an idea and they said, okay, I see that there's something missing in this, in the market. So let me create this. But the best way to go about it is they have to stay in their best creative energy and their creative flow. So they're going to have to delegate out all these other tasks that are not their core competencies, right? Like for me in particular, I'm not a numbers girl. I don't love just sitting there and looking at my finances and all my backend, whatever, right? Or I have ideas in terms of design and all these types of things, but I'm no graphic designer. So I hired that out to somebody else because I'm like, there's just no way. I don't know. And I had to hire someone to help me with creating a website and my logo and my color palettes and, and my business cards and all these type of things that that's just not in me to do those things, but I have a vision, right? So I had to have someone help me. Okay. So what this also can mean in your life in particular, especially if you're not a business owner, but if, even if you are a business owner as well, you have to say, how much control do I have of my day to day? Right. Whether you have kids or not, whether you are a business owner or not, are you prioritizing your rest? Are you prioritizing what you need to do for your mental health? Are you prioritizing your physical health? Or are you constantly just like, my day just gets away from me? I don't even know where the day went. I haven't done anything for me. It's like 4 p.m. and I didn't even eat lunch or breakfast. That's the complete opposite of being the CEO of your life. Because what you have to do is sit there and say, I have to take ownership for my day to day because only you can truly take care of you. You can have your partner, you can have your family, but only you know, deep down in your heart and your mind and all these type of things, what you really need, how much rest you really need, how much exercise you really need, right? Like only you can, you know that because deep in your heart and in your soul and in your spirit, it's going to tell you, Hey, like you need to take a, take a minute, right? Or, Hey, I have a lot of energy. We need to go for a walk or something. Only you truly know that. So when you become the CEO of your life, you have to sit with what have I done for myself up to this point and what do I still need to do moving forward? So first step really is you have to sit with what do I need to take responsibility for? What is the ownership that I need to take in my life that either I've been doing really good at or also um, I need to be better at, right? So a lot of times people in life or business don't have good boundaries, right? Especially if you're a business, you have to have business boundaries, which means do you have actual business hours that you actually go off of, right? If you say, hey, I'm closing the doors or shutting it down at 6 p.m., then you got to shut the doors, close the doors, shut it down at 6 p.m., right? Are you still answering DMs and emails at 11 o'clock at night? And then first thing in the morning before you even brush your teeth, you're already answering emails on your phone and going through DMs of, okay, 
those emails and those DMs are going to be there. Unless it's an actual urgent, you know, emergency, then those will, those questions will still be there. It's still going to be there. I promise. If you just take a second to do whatever you need to do for you first and foremost, because again, you have to take care of you before you start taking care of others, whether that be your kids, your family, your customers, your clients, whoever. So that's one thing. So business boundaries is super important and just boundaries in your life, right? Like I know plenty of people who aren't business owners, but they're like, I don't take calls after a certain time. I don't answer text messages. I put my phone on, do not disturb. I put my phone on, you know, sleep mode, you know, um, feature on iPhone. You have to be able to say, I no longer am in the right space to be answering questions. So let me shut it down. Because if it's really that urgent, then yes, I will reply. But if it's just, hey, are you free after all this weekend? You can answer that in the morning. Because on the other end, at the end of the day, you might not be in the right headspace anyways to answer these questions, right? So all that to say, boundaries are super important when you want to become the CEO of your life. Like how much are you genuinely prioritizing your well-being? Because if you're not, who will? And you can't always just have someone to constantly be poking you, reminding you, hey, take some time, you know, like, and again, especially as a business owner, there is no manager behind you, like tapping your shoulder, like, hey, it's time for your lunch break. <laughs> you have to be able to manage that on your own, right? Like you have to remember, oh, right, I should probably take a lunch break or, oh, I should probably take a second to go take a walk or, you know, shut it down for just a minute or close, close down early today because whatever the case. Okay, so boundaries, super important. And again, like I mentioned earlier, you do have to sit with, you know, the idea of, okay, what have I been doing good at? And what am I also needing to reconsider? Or, you know, I was talking with a client um, a week ago, I believe, and we were discussing how we have to constantly reevaluate our routines because just because you have a routine doesn't mean that it's actually beneficial. It's just a routine. You know what I'm saying? So just because I routinely eat, you know, M&Ms before bedtime. Oh, it's just part of my routine. That's not really good for my, you know, body and for my dental health and all these other things. It's just part of the routine. So make sure that you're constantly reevaluating as well on top of right what boundaries do you have in place? But what does the routine look like, right, for your day to day? Is it that you just wake up first thing and you get on your phone? That's super relatable. I know plenty of people who are like, that's just the routine. I just get up and I check you know, Instagram and I check my DMs and I check my email. That doesn't mean it's good. Okay. So constantly reevaluate what does your routine look like and what are ways that you need to be shifting to be beneficial to you? Because I will always say this, you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of anyone else. The idea of putting on your oxygen mask first before helping anybody else. I will preach that till the end of time because it is so true. There's absolutely no way you can genuinely give at 100% of effort and care to someone else if you haven't given it to yourself because you're going to show up tired, resentful, hungry, worn out, in a bad energy. It's just not good for anybody. Okay. So when you become the CEO of your life, you are rested, you are fed, you're not hangry, you're not resentful, you're in a good energetic flow, you're in alignment, you're in all these things, but because you, prioritized yourself and your well-being. And that's the other thing that I think of when I think of like a really well-run uh, company, right? Is the CEO, they're always talking about they're up early, 
they exercise, they prioritize their food intake. But the other thing is they have very good control of their day-to-day, right? Like they're, the time is very meticulous, very well thought out, okay? They're very intentional with where they spend their time, who they have lunch with, who they have meetings with, and how much time these meetings are for. So just like in your regular life, how long are you allowing these phone calls to go on with friends or whatever the case? And I'm not saying don't talk to your friends, but I'm saying, are you being intentional with your time? Are you maximizing your time, whether that is your work time or your rest time, right? Are you maximizing those things? Or is it just everything bleeds into each other? The day just gets away from you all the time. Oh, we talked for three hours. I didn't even realize it. Oh, okay. Well now I'm behind on this. How intentional are you being with your time and your energy? So again, a couple things we've mentioned boundaries, prioritizing your well-being, being intentional with your time, maximizing your time as well, really making sure that you're prioritizing what you need to get done for you so that you can show up in your best light for other people and for your business. Because again, if you're in a bad energy, it's not going to be a good time. You're going to show up on a work call or for a meeting, or if you work, of course, in person with people, you're going to be out of it. You're going to be like, yeah, well, I'm here, but you're not really there, right? Like your mental, like your, your head's not really there, right? Like you're physically there, but it's not the same thing. Okay. So there's just a couple of tips on how to really become the CEO of your life. Because if you genuinely want to see massive change, massive transformation in where you're going with your life, where you're going with your business, you have to start prioritizing yourself put boundaries in place, make sure that you're taken care of and make sure that you're being intentional with your time and your energy and not just this like aimless, like, Oh, I don't know. I'm just kind of going again. I don't know. Flying by the seat of my pants. Right? Like I've heard that one before. So making sure that you're just taking some time to reflect and really think about what do I need to take ownership of? What do I need to be better at? And what do I need to stop doing? That's no longer beneficial even though it's comfortable, it's part of the routine. Sometimes that level of comfortability is exactly what keeps us stuck and we don't want that. Okay. So I know I mentioned at the beginning, the idea of the soft launch for 2024, right. And how we want to end the rest of the year, go into the rest of the year thinking, Hey, how am I being the CEO of my life? Especially around the holidays. It's so easy to let things slip and let go. And the routine goes and the workout regimen goes. Make sure that you're being intentional no matter what time of the year it is, right? Because again, you have control. Only you know what you truly desire, but you got to hold yourself accountable. Me, yes, I am a coach and I do help my clients be accountable, but I can't be there day in and day out when they wake up, when they go to sleep, when they're at their lunch break, when they're at work, when they're off the clock. I can be there for them as much as I can, but they have to put in the work for themselves to really see that change and that transformation happen. I'm here to help bring them clarity and help say, hey, here are the action steps and I can hold them accountable. But at the end of the day, they have to be the ones to want to do it. So again, for you, take ownership of your life. Be that CEO of your life and be that CEO of your business. Don't let anyone walk all over you. Put those boundaries in place and stop just letting everything else dictate your day and your life and your energy you have control, right? Like you're the author of your story. You're the captain of your ship and the CEO of your life. And if this resonated with you and you are listening to this in early November or 
in just the month of November, I do currently have two spots open for my one-on-one queen business coaching program. So it is a one-on-one coaching program for current and or aspiring business owners who are wanting to become genuinely the CEO of their life and business, or like what I like to say is the queen of your life. If you're needing some more clarity, you're like, I have the vision. I have the goals. I just don't know where to start. I don't know what's the next steps. I don't have any friends or family in my immediate circle who are entrepreneurs. So I just don't even know. I don't even know what I don't know. Then this program could be for you because I'm really wanting to help women, especially of course, women of color in business who just don't have that extra ear soundboard or help to help them propel and expand forward. I got my own life and business coach back at the end of 2021, which was, yeah, almost exactly two years ago. I still work with her till this day because I didn't really have anyone in my corner who was already doing what I do or who I could really lean on to just say, Hey, is this a good business decision? Is, does this make sense? Is this an alignment with myself and my niche and my business? Like, am I pricing myself correctly? Do I have enough confidence to do this? I have imposter syndrome and she's really helped propel my business forward. And help boost my confidence to make sure that I'm continuing to step into my business authentically. And now that's what I turn around and do with my clients who are also fellow business owners. So if you are potentially interested in the one-on-one queen business program, because you are again, an aspiring or current business owner, there will be a link in my description box or show notes for this episode on how to apply for one-on-one coaching with me. But I would love to work with you if you're interested so that we can really level up your business, get to work now, stop waiting for the new year, start the soft launch for 2024 now, and really set yourself up for success all of 2024 with how do I shift my mindset into prioritizing myself and my business and my mental health and make sure that you have those business boundaries and that you are working through the imposter syndrome and you have confidence to show up online promoting your business and pricing yourself for what you are worth, then this program will be for you. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Of course, if you have any questions or feedback, please let me know. Like I mentioned earlier, please let's go connect on all social, which again is at Coach Ange Atwell, which would be like TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. And let me know if you took a listen to this episode. Would love to hear your thoughts. Let me know if you are going to do the soft launch of 2024. I'm so excited for the new year, for the end of this year. I'm really looking forward to Thanksgiving and Christmas time and all the things, but I also am very excited about getting intentional about helping level up in my own life so that I can also turn around and help level up in my clients' lives, really see them grow and expand and just live their absolute best queen life. But that's it for me. I will see you guys again next time. I hope you'll have an amazing rest of your day and a great rest of your week. And I will see y'all in episode seven. All right. Bye.